Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, and thanks for downloading the very latest episode of Spin the Rally Pod from Dirtfish.com. We endeavor to keep you up to speed with the very latest news and views from the world of rallying. Uh, that's apart from the stuff that you can get on dirtfish.com, which should be your daily Bible for all things on the road. I'm rally fan Lisa O'Sullivan, and the experts are on hand as ever. Dirtfish senior staff writer David Evans. Morning, David. Good morning, Lisa. We have the voice of rally, Colin Clark. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Colin. And we have former motorsport team boss, Mr. George Donaldson. Morning, George. Good morning, Lisa. Lovely to be here again. Now, we're going to endeavour something... We're going we're to try, boys, aren't we, to focus just on previewing the Rally of New Zealand. We're not going to just stick to that. I know we're going to go off all kinds of tangent, as we do. But it's fair to say that those of you who are going have been very, very giddy about Rally New Zealand. It, enormously. Enormously. It's one that uh, I've always loved uh, and have looked forward to. Uh, for for a long time, we've had a few false starts, haven't we? We've kind of almost been there, then we haven't. COVID got in the way twice, uh, and there was a time when it looked as though it might actually not happen. But thanks to the fabulous efforts of Peter Johnson and Michael Goldstein, uh, and of course the WRC promoter, uh, and of course the FIA, we are going back to Aotearoa. How do we say it? Aotearoa, land of the long white cloud. There we go. And so, what? Colin, why? 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 Why is, why it, so is it so exciting? Why is it good? I'm not, I mean, obviously, I'm on the other side of the planet. I need you to, to be my eyes Listen, and my words are, in my ears. Well, there are a few things that make it great. And your, your rallies that rally drivers enjoy, that they enjoy taking part in, that they enjoy driving, are always good. They're always good. And it's kind of what saved Rally GB. Rally GB went through a difficult patch for a while with, you know, very dodgy service parks and, and disgruntled people around the service park, disgruntled fans and all the rest. But what kept Rally GB great was the fact that they were rallying on some of the very best stages in the world. Now, and a couple of GB, and a couple of mil from the Welsh government. That well, a couple of, that, that always helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, um, but, you know, there's, there's really you talk to anyone that's rallied in New Zealand and they'll tell you they're not amongst the best roads in the world. They are the best roads in the world. So I think you combine that with the fact that, you know, you've got a wonderfully appreciative audience when you go down there. You've got a great rallying community down there. And you know what? It always, certainly in the last, the last couple of decades in, while we've been down there, it's always thrown up something really interesting and, and surprises during the course of the event. So, yeah, you know, we've missed it. We really have missed it. It's been a decade. It's been 10 years since we went down to New Zealand to enjoy those fabulous roads, those fabulous cambered roads. Um, and, and you know what? It's been 10 years too long. It really has. So like David, I cannot wait to get there. 
George, when you're going on a long haul like this, I mean, obviously over the years you've you've prepared teams for every part of the world pretty much. When you've got yeah. a, a long distance event like this, how different is the preparation from the team point of view? You usually you usually build in some contingency because you're a long way from base. You know you can't send back to base to get anything, but that's all that's all sorted out by the sea freight kit. So it's just just the over that overseas kit's quite an extensive and and massive uh, set of kit, and and you know you you see that the teams are all very similar in in what they do. There, there's no vast difference. Um, I think the to- Toyota's a little bit bigger because they have a slightly more. Uh, they seem to have a slightly heavier um, temporary um, uh, uh, service park kit than anyone else, but otherwise it's it's basically very very similar. The Hyundai is actually very very close to Toyota. There's not much in it. The the M Sport I think do the smartest thing. They've got these uh, these they've got these inflatable uh, tents which are domes, uh, mm. and they're just fabulous. It's a fabulous setup. Much much easier to do. Um, I guess ultimately you might say not so robust, but I've never seen it give a problem. Um, well, and, and it's good. So in in terms of in terms of the cars, you know, you you can't test any longer, um, which I still think is a massive mistake. But but there it is. You you can't test. It's the nature of the of the sport now. We could go into a long and boring discussion about that, but that's how it is. So you have to go there and guess. And for New Zealand, that's actually quite tricky. Mm. As Colin says, you know, the, the, the roads are utterly, utterly unique, um, but very similar to many other places, but, but they, they're still unique. They, they, they do clean excessively, but they have wonderful uh, lines and flows are beautifully engineered and cambered. Um, I think this might be falling into uh, into M Sport's hands in, in a Ooh. very, very great way. Everyone says how fabulous the M Sport car is to drive. If those drivers can leverage that here on this event, I believe it should be their finest hour, oddly enough. Uh, whether their drivers are up to whether their drivers are up to it or not, I don't know. But I would say that uh, Craig Breen and, well, it should be Adrian Formwell, but he's not going now. Why is that? Mm. It, it, it's probably fair to say that he's not had the, the easiest of seasons. Uh, he was benched for Greece. Um, and as you, know, but, as you know better than anybody, uh, George, there's a significant cost, isn't there, in sending a car down to, to New Zealand? Um, and M Sport doesn't have a huge amount of cash at the minute. So it's one to miss. And, you know, I think the interesting thing here as well is no recce for for Adrian either, um, because nobody really knows about the the long-term future of Rally New Zealand. Much as we wax lyrical and we love it, uh, it does. It's not like it's an event that has a five-year contract or a three-year contract. Yeah. To the to the best of my knowledge, I think there's talk about next year. Um, but it, it's not a, a desperately urgent one that they need Formo to get a whole load of knowledge of. Were you surprised, right. David, by by the late I, call on that one? I have to say, I was a little surprised. It was a very very late call, wasn't it? Do, uh, yeah, but it is the other side of the world, Cole. And this is this yeah, is yeah. fundamentally this is the point that Malcolm and Rich. Milner, the team principal, are trying to make people don't understand how tight the money is. Absolutely. And it, it would, it's tens of thousands of pounds, you know, if not hundreds of thousands yeah. of pounds to send a car down there with rebuild, with engineers, with techs to go with them. Uh, and, and this is, you know, in some ways, it's, it's a very graphic demonstration of, of where the team is financially. They can't afford it. 
Yeah, I think that's absolutely right, David. And I don't think you know, there should be any kind of... You, we shouldn't be beating around the bush with it, should we? We shouldn't be looking no. for excuses. We shouldn't be trying to come up with any other reasons. It's purely a financial reason, you know? I think if Formo had been having a better season, you know, uh, if he yeah. hadn't perhaps had three cars that needed to be completely rebuilt effectively, uh, if he was showing a little bit more consistency and discipline, then there'd have been no question he'd have gone. But but I think I think it's it's absolutely right. You know, it's what is it, George? Fifty, sixty grand, seventy grand to fly a car to New Zealand? It, um, it's probably it's probably about about thirty-five to forty grand return. Uh, flight for the car. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's, I, it's, about, it's about fifteen to twenty grand each way. But r- don't r- forget, roughly. Padden was yeah. trying to fly his car back, wasn't he, Colt? And he couldn't get yeah. any, anything for under. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that yeah. was one I, way. I, I, well, I, I, I took the liberty, as you know, I'm, I'm quite involved in freight work here and there, and I, and I, and I did the checks, and I, and, and I reckon you're. Yeah, well, maybe it may have changed again since I checked. Maybe, maybe it would be as much as twenty-five grand. Each way, way yeah, you know, seem, but yeah, but yeah. not fifty. It's not it's not fifty thousand pounds each way. It just isn't. No, 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 no. not each way. I didn't mean that. I meant return. Yeah, meant, yeah, 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 yeah. No, but it's return, it's, so. it's it's it's. Uh, do you know what? It, it is quite a you desperate know, then, situation for for M Sport. It, it really is, and it's um. Is it worrying, David? I mean, you know, I'm sure it must be. It must be very worrying for for uh, Malcolm and for Richard Milner. Obviously, uh, this ongoing issue with with budget. Um. You know, I, 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 of it ever thus, though. Yeah, well, that's it. It has been for forever, but it's, it's yeah, it, of course, it's worrying. You know, but yeah. equally, what is uh, a source of of some commercial comfort to them now is the fact that we've got Lorenzo Patelli there, and we're starting mm-hmm. to see. We saw Serderides, uh, Jordan Serderides in in Greece. They're starting to get private cars, genuinely private cars, out um, on events now. These Rally One cars are, are starting to move, so. That's good news. Um, but I think the problem is, you know, people look at the, the lovely Ford branding, the Red Bull branding, uh, and it looks like a, a well-funded team. Um, and ultimately, it's, it's M-Sport that's funding it. Uh, and mm-hmm. M-Sport is yep. not, they're not selling the, 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 the significant number of Rally 2 cars or R5 cars that they once were, because, of course, that market is bigger now and there's, and there's much more choice out there in the market. Um, so. While they are selling a good number of Rally Three cars, there's perhaps not the margin in those cars that they need. It, it it's difficult, yeah. you know. It's it's and the world is is a very difficult place right now. You know, we're going into another global, if not already in another global recession, and everything is that bit harder. Uh, I think you're dead right, Col. I think if Formo had come into this event on the back of a bunch of top five results, um, he would be on the plane, no doubt. Uh, well. So. Yeah, it's they've made it very clear that he's back for okay. for Spain. Um, but yeah, sorry, right. George, that was a little bit round the houses. Well, there anyway, we are. Okay, so let, let let me go back to New Zealand. So I'll 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 stand by my comment because Craig Breen has yeah. the speed. He consistently consistently demonstrates the speed, even through his mishaps that he's had this year. He's still always demonstrated the speed. Now that is, uh, I'm sure some people could be annoyed with me for almost seeming to to to. You know, to analyse out uh, Craig's mistakes, uh, and 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 it might sound a bit harsh. It's not it certainly isn't. I've got massive faith in Craig, and I, uh, he 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 has. It's not my imagination. He is demonstrating the speed. Now, New Zealand is a place that should just fall totally into his lap. He should be able to do a lobe here. 
He should mm-hmm. be able to be their Sebastian Loeb. He, because he has done it in the past in other teams, and he's more or less done it in this car. Now's the time to shine. This road, this type of road, this fast-flowing road, falls into Craig's lap. What he needs to do slightly uh, out of uh, out of his his type performance is to to start off uh, really firmly in those starting blocks and get a good a good a good jump out on the especially the first stage. I mean, first stage. What's that all about? That's a monster. Isn't Explain. It? B- Explain. Basically, basically, this is well, Huanga Coast. Basically, it's basically not quite the first Huanga stage, Coast. George. Yeah, yeah, okay, we've got all the nonsense, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> first stage two. First proper stage, first proper stage, the stage two, as Colin absolutely correctly says. Uh, Vanga Coast, um, it is the most gorgeous coastal stage. We've seen massive dramas over the year, and it cleans, uh, and it's 30 kilometres, and it, you know, it's basically going to set the tone for the whole rally. I think it's actually, in a sporting sense, great spectacle, but... Um, Crikey, I think you're you're you could damn near uh, set the winner on this. You can certainly you can certainly uh, set the loser on this stage potentially. Um, uh, Especially George, when 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 it's followed immediately by by Teacau, both the Teacau stages, which again another thirty k and and another and then twenty k. So you know immediately, absolute cleaners, absolute cleaners as well. well, In the past. George, in the past, now I've had a note. I've had a note from someone about this, yeah. about this cleaning effect. Uh, right. Now, so from Mr. <laughs> Hawkswood himself has, has sent us a note okay. saying he was, he was listening to our last podcast. He found it very, very interesting, which thank you very much for listening. And he said that he's not so just, sure. Uh, about just very cleaning. quickly explain who Mr. Hawkswood is, Cole. Well, I'm not entirely sure because I'm not entirely sure whether it's from Andrew Hawkswood or I think oh, it's Jack. from young Jack Hawkswood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> David, you know how good I am at being... <laughs> sorry, Carl. That was I, entirely I unintentional. master of vagueness, David. <laughs> so so one of them absolutely... is, is a fine New Zealand rally driver and the other one is the, the brilliant chap who's built the fine, the power stage, isn't it? Jack's correct. Rich. It's yeah, correct. So and, and what he's basically said That's the Hawkswood family. The Hawkswood family. Have, yeah. so have you got an email from somebody saying Mr. <laughs> without any initial? I mean, how unlikely is that? No, no, no. Actually, I should have known it was young, it was young Jack Hawkswood because it was JB and I and I was trying to desperately remember his dad's name and I couldn't. And you've just reminded me, David. Thank you. It's Andrew. So it's from young young Jack Hawkswood. And he said he actually doesn't think those those stages will clean, clean too badly. He thinks the big problem with cleaning, and it won't be a problem for our front runners may well come uh, on the Sunday. Uh, Sunday's a very, okay. very short day. Only 31Ks, 32Ks on Sunday. But he doesn't think that it's going to be too much of an issue because of some sort of... Let me just have a look at this again. Oh, and by the way, George, while I'm looking at this, I've got to tell you why I yep. totally agree with everything you say about Greg Breen. Um, because, George, I've had a dream. Oh, I've had a dream. We, don't, we, don't want, we don't want to hear about your dream. No, we don't genuinely. want to hear about your dream. No, you do. You do. You do Not only does he have in his hand a piece of paper, but he has a dream. I have a dream. So <laughs> I don't have many rally dreams, right? You know, normally okay. they're, they're, they're not too rally focused. But the rally dreams I've had, they verge on premonitions, <clears throat> right? So I remember, I remember that, I remember we were in uh, Mexico. And I was staying in the same hotel as the Hyundai team. And it was the Monday, or it might even the Tuesday. So the boys were just going out to recce. And I was having breakfast and Thierry Neville was there. And I said to Thierry, I said, Thierry, I've had a dream. And he, he laughed. And he obviously wanted to know more about my dream. I said, no, 
It was a rally dream. And I dreamt, I dreamt that Hyundai had their first podium this weekend in Mexico. And he dismissed it. He dismissed it. He said, no, 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 way too early, way too early. And what happened that weekend? It was the weekend of the Corona, remember the beer into the... Uh, corona into beer, the, yes. The corona beer, yeah. and he could, his first podium. So that, 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 that you could, you could Just call Just to explain that. for those who don't, don't remember that, basically, Thierry mm. had a problem, um, and his radiator sprung a leak, and having been to the temporary podium, as it were, was gifted yeah. a massive bottle of beer, which was the sponsor of the rally, not a bottle of champagne, but needed to keep refilling his radiator to get himself back to the service park as Colin was heading towards the airport and doing yeah. some running commentary on the radio yeah. station. But uh, yeah, this, this beer powered car effectively got itself back to the service. That was one so, dream, so, so, Colin. No, but there's more dreams, David. There's more <laughs> dreams I have to tell you about. All right, let, David. Sorry. Okay. There's no, no, no. no well, let's, let's so the move. second one, the second one was almost this better. Is, this is a podcast, not a dreamcast, guys. No, David, David, oh. David, George, the second one was almost better. The second one was okay. prophetic in the extreme until Chris okay. Meek does what ex- Chris Meek does best and crashed. So before Rally Germany, remember that year Careful. that I, I think it was, I think Ogier put no, his car off. Tell us about off. the current one, Colin. Tell us about the current one. We, we, we believe there, the veracity of Ogier your story. put his car off and then Latvala put his car off and then Meek almost won. And I told Meek before the rally, this was going to be his first win because I've had the dream. So it was almost right. It was almost right. So this one I dreamt. Uh, or or la- completely wrong, depending on which way wrong. you look at it. No, no, almost right, Lisa. Let's, let's call it almost right. Almost <laughs> okay. prophetic. So when we were in Greece, I said to Breen, I said, I did have a dream on the Saturday night in Greece, and I dreamt that on Sunday it was a very, very happy day, a very happy day, the happiest day of Craig Breen's life when we go to New Zealand. That was my dream. So, so he can't, he's going to win, right? He's going to win. He must win. I mean, the only he, reason he does, for being so There's happy. no doubt. He does. He does. He says he stands a very good chance because ultimately <laughs> there's only uh, Ogier and Tanak that have been there before. Uh, yes. And talking to Yari Matty in the last couple of days about, about this whole rally New Zealand, I said, you know, do you think, will they have an advantage? Uh, and he said, nah, you know, it's so long since, since anybody was there. It's 10 years, as we said. Uh, and they're, they are technical roads in that you have to use the camber. Uh, and Yerry Matu is just brilliant it's talking about how much you can use the camber. So I said, you know, if you, if you look at the, the sort of radius of a corner, what would be maybe a third gear corner, if that had a really good banked camber into it, <coughs> excuse me, I said, what would you, what would you do, Yerry Matu? Would you go up, you know, in, would you potentially take fourth gear through that? No, no, no! You take fifth gear through that. Oh, jeez! <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so it, is, it, it is massive. It is massive. It's fantastic. But, but equally, yeah. George, you know, there are some of these roads. I remember that on the way up to um, up past Fangarai, where we used to go oh, to. Yeah. What was the place begin with a P? There used to be a um, a remote service up there. Um, uh, I can't, can't I can't remember. Again. But but you'd go up the up the State Highway One, whatever it was, out north of Auckland, and then there was a shortcut onto a gravel it was actually called Gravel Road. And you took the left onto the gravel road and it was probably ten or fifteen K and it just cut the cut the corner off um the actual journey. Uh so we would always do it every year and it was just the it was an mm-hmm. absolute dream. Yeah, the only yeah bad part about it was that we were generally in an automatic hire car which was quite depressing um <laughs> but you could still have a have a bit of a go and just literally at driving at road speed 
you know, you could really feel the effect of those canvas. But equally, when you got it wrong and you just popped over the top of the canvas, it was quite possibly one of the most terrifying experiences <clears throat> in a car because suddenly all of that gravity that's working in your favor is suddenly working against you uh, and it's trying to chuck you off the road instead of keep you on it. Uh, so it, it, it's a fine margin. Um, but, but, but you know, there is nothing nicer, is there, David, than getting your a cambered left hander into a cambered right hander? Oh, yeah. It just is the most sensationally just pleasing feeling yeah. in a rally car or in a car, it, it in is. a road car. Uh, even even last time I was there, I was in a camper van, and it was a great feeling in a camper <laughs> van as well. <laughs> Rallying Abs- a camper van, <laughs> absolutely. And we shouldn't we shouldn't forget that that Craig Breen does go down there on the back of a of a stonking result at the St Mary's <sighs> Trophy uh, at the Goodwood Revival, driving a what, whatever it was a, a mid sixties Lotus Cortina, fourth overall against the likes of yeah I. Roman Dumas and all of these Tom Christensen, Jimmy Johnson, people like this, you know. It, hopefully, yeah, lad. absolutely. We we all love Craig Breen. Uh, and right, we've covered we've covered Ford. We had enough Ford's on. Can, I, can I go back to the roads? Can I go back to the roads? Yes. Then? So the the reason the reason why you all love driving it is because of the gravel on the road. So the cambers and the gravel and the road slips. The road moves. And the oh. gravel comes back up. The gravel comes back up. The road breaks a little bit and the gravel comes back up. It's nice and nice small pieces, beautiful, small macadam uh, standard roads. They're, they're gorgeous. And that's why it's so nice to drive your motor on because of that gravel. But we're, we're told by young Jack Hawks, Hawks, what yeah. his name is, um, that, that that doesn't exist anymore. So you, it won't be fun to drive anymore if it's like that. No, here he goes. So for I, you, I, I it'll, be fun, it'll be fun for the top drivers. I found what he said, Josh. So what he said was, he yeah. said, uh, I think you'll be very surprised at the surface on the coast roads. He said it's very oh, swept. No. Um, you know, and, okay. and people who have been down to have a look at the stages were very, very surprised by just how swept they already are. You know, Jack's a driver and a very, very decent driver. Mm. If it had been me yeah. giving that opinion, you'd have said, oh, well, you know, <laughs> what does he know? Um, but, but coming Understood. from Jack. Understood. From, coming from Jack, I think you know, he's, he's saying it's unusually swept already. So... We'll have to wait and see. Okay. I think there'll still be more of a cleaning no, normally, effect. Normally, that's... We've, you've got to remember those are two-way roads. So even if they've been swept by normal traffic, that will not be on the rally line. Right, exactly. And, and histori- historically, we know that even on a road that appears swept, when the rally cars go through it, it's far from correct. Mm, um, I agree. Uh, so, so uh, anyhow, um, uh, you, you know Do- who my favourite is. My, my, my favourite my favorite has to be... Uh, has to be our, uh, our, our all-time favourite uh, Toyota driver, Mr. Rogier, uh, for, for the rally, because I think he's got a great road position, um, and I think he can really shine as well, yeah. as well as Craig. You know, I think, I think those first three or four guys, there might not be much in it. If young Jack is correct, there's maybe not much in it, but there's going to be an advantage, and it's going to fall towards yeah. Craig Breen, Sebastian Rogier at the top of that tree. And uh, in 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 Adrian Formo's absence, and then Cali Rovan Perel uh, win. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think I think young Oliver Solberg also has a chance to uh, to, to shine mm-hmm. a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And if any and if any if anybody's not quite on their front foot, I'm quite sure that Hayden Padden will be nipping at the heels of all those Rally One cars, doing absolute absolute giant killing act in that uh, in that Hyundai i20 uh, R5 car. Or rally two car, whatever they call it. Should we have a quick? Should we have a quick chat about Hayden oh, before right. we move on to Toyota? Well, I mean, I was just going to ask about Toyota, but let's let's do oh, yeah. well, or, 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 or Toyota first, and then we'll come to Hayden. 
Well, let's not well, let's not forget Hayden. Let's not forget let's not Hayden. forget Hayden. But David, Definitely. I wanted to ask you, David. You know, you've had a good <laughs> long chat with. Sorry, David, you've had a long chat with Yari Matty. You know, George. Under normal circumstances, I would agree with you entirely about Ogier's chances. But but let's think back just a week or so ago to Greece and to the issues that Toyota had. And more pertinently to the, the conversation I had with Cali at the end of the event where I asked him outright, you know, will these problems be resolved for New Zealand? And he was very non-committal, very non-committal about mm. it. And I do wonder, but David, you've had a good long chat with Yari Matty this week. Did, did the conversation get round to these problems they had in, in Greece and whether they might affect them in New Zealand? Yeah, uh, and fundamentally, they had new suspension parts uh, on the car and they didn't... It, it's it sort of is and sort of isn't related to the test. So they had the new suspension parts, and then they ran out of time to run through all of the um, the testing that they wanted to do at the test because they had two mm. crashes and a load of rain on one day. Um, so fundamentally, these and Yarimati wasn't specific about exactly what was new in the suspension, uh, but he said there was no there was no confidence and no feeling in the car because they hadn't had enough right. time to run through all of the scenarios at a test. Wow. Uh, so wow. he certainly sort of indicated that but that have, was... They have, been, they have been testing again in Finland, haven't they? The, yeah, but the, he said it was more... It was a specific issue with that nature of road, i.e. in terms of how much grip was in the road and, and obviously how rough the Acropolis road is. Um, so the, it, the feeling is that, you know, they can revert... In terms of road surface and grip level, there's, you know, Finland, there's, there's usually quite good grip. and it won't be too dissimilar, I wouldn't have thought, um, in in New Zealand. So I can't really see there being much of a hangover of that problem uh, moving forward. Certainly, Yari Matty wasn't, you know, he wasn't head in hands uh, at all, Col. You know, he was quite, he was re- reasonably confident. Uh, and I think, you know, George is dead right. Augier, there's a man who, you know, his racing season, his rookie racing season hasn't perhaps gone uh, to exactly the same place that he, he'd hoped it would go to. But suddenly, you know, he's got an opportunity to come back to an event that everybody loves. Uh, he's done it a, a few more times, and I think Tanak had only done it once, but Ogier must have... Mind you, Ogier missed 12, didn't he? That was the year he was in the Skoda. Mm. Uh, so he, he wouldn't yeah. have done it. Um, <clears throat> but, it, you know, there is, a, there is a man who understands um, what it takes to, to compete down there. Uh, and I, I think you'd be absolutely chomping at the bit to get out and, and just go and get on with it. Uh, he's, he's got, in some ways, it's a bizarre position for Ogier. He has absolutely nothing to prove. He's got eight world championships to, to demonstrate yeah. just his ability. But I think maybe now the sport in, the, in this eight months or whatever since he's been gone full time, nine months, uh, it, it has moved on. You know, we've now, we're now moving into a Cali Rovan Pera era. Yeah. And there's perhaps part of Sebastian <laughs> Ogier that wants he to probably... just put his hand up and say, actually, don't forget, I'm still here. I'm still relevant mm. and I can still win. Yeah. And he absolutely can still win, particularly from that, that place on the road. And the, the, yeah. just one last point, the, 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 thing, the great unknown for us is going into this event is Sunday and uh, mm. that we don't know. You know, this, this Jack's Ridge stage, we've never been there, Carl. We don't, none of us have been there, George. We'd, it's a totally, totally two. There's Whitford, I think, is the other one. Um, we don't know these roads at all. We've never been there. We don't know what they're like at all. So, you know, if, if Jack 
um, Hawksford is saying that they that they will clean, then you know that's that's interesting. But it's that's the unknown. Well, we know we know what we're going to get in day one and day two. Look, what he said, what he said is 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 um, it's the second pass on Sunday that he thinks people should be worried about. Now, whether that's suggesting that that he thinks maybe it'll cut up. Now, New Zealand roads don't, because as George has said, New Zealand roads are properly engineered roads, although they're gravel, mm. they're properly engineered gravel roads, and and they're fast and they're flowing and. And they don't cut up. They just don't. Um, not normally. But anyway. Jack's Ridge is a man-made road, isn't it? Correct. Correct. And I think that's the point he's making is that, you know, Jack's Ridge is completely man-made. Or, yeah, it is completely man-made across uh, farm tracks, effectively. Uh, yeah. As opposed to stage. those naturally, naturally forming roads, then. George. <laughs> that, 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 that is just you being difficult. I, you know, you should never give you that opportunity because you'll take it every No, you time. shouldn't really. You should um, every time. Sorry, Cole. So, Sorry. so yeah, you know, it's a spectacular stage. We saw Shane Van Gisburn on it last year, didn't we? Uh, do, doing amazing things uh, in yeah. the Skoda. And it looks great. The drivers love it. But, you know, those were AP4 cars uh, and the odd R5 car, weren't they? Uh, driving mm. that stage. It's a completely different proposition with these new Rally 1 cars. And, and the second pass uh, is the one that, that, that uh, Mr. Hawkswood is obviously a little bit concerned about. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Listen, not, you know, we'll, I think rough stages are rough stages. We, you know, it's not going to be undrivable, is it? Uh, you know, so I, I don't think... I think it'll be rough by perhaps New Zealand standards, but it'll be perfectly manageable. I've, I've no doubt about that. We, the one that we haven't talked about and we should talk about is is Elvin, you know, because yeah. Elvin has massive speed on on fast gravel roads. So and is also a driver that is right ready to deliver, isn't he? You know, he's as much as Ozio wants that win, so does Elvin. Um, it yeah. will be it's one year to the weekend since his last WRC win in in Finland last year. So th- there's everything. The thing is that if there is one disappointment with Rally New Zealand this year, I have to say it is, it sits a little bit with the route. Uh, and we know, we understand that there are, there are difficulties in pulling a route together. Uh, but the last time we were down there in 12, I just had a very quick look and we were looking at over four hours of accumulated time, competition time and 415 kilometers. Wow. You know, we may, it's, a, it's a long old way down there, uh, 12,000 miles from Europe down to, to New Zealand. And we're going down there, and how many miles are we doing in total? How many kilometres? 200 uh, miles, 279 kilometres. I mean, 279 kilometres, that's just not enough. Uh, and the, no. day one is fantastic. You know, we've talked about that. Two loops of Funga Coast and the Tiakaus, that's 160-odd K. The Sunday, uh, sorry, the Saturday, what, you know, what are we doing not going up to George? And, uh, well, we all remember, sorry, you know, the likes of up around Fangarai, the, the Batleys, Waipu Gorge. Uh, Brooks, yeah. those iconic, uh, is it Northland? I can't remember which, which state or whatever county. Um, I'm not sure. But instead, we're going just a little bit north of, of Auckland to Kaipara Hills and Pahoe. And yeah. Saturday, just, it doesn't quite deliver. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's yeah. a total of 88 kilometers. Um, it's not enough. It's, absolutely it's not, enough not enough for, for a know, WRC yeah. round. It's, it's no. just not, yeah, you know, no. by, by yeah. three o'clock. We've done the 22 kilometers, so four, 13, 14 miles of Pahoe the second time. And there's only a 5K stage left. Um, yeah. it's, ah, it's, it's, yeah. But we will take a short New Zealand well, over, a, over no New Zealand. 
Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you, you, you don't really want to get into the internal eternal verities of, of why why the championship is like it is. Uh, the, we know we know all the interconnectedness of the TV coverage that we love, and that's logistically difficult for them to do if they start to spread the rally out and go down to Motu and and uh, you know get right down to Taupo area mm. uh, to to give us those oh. great stages down oh, by George, Gisborne. George, Amazing. George, I'm, I'm going to, George, I'm going to interrupt. Have you heard about Taupo? <laughs> Sorry, sorry to over to interrupt. Have you heard That's what's okay. happening? So nope. the biggest the biggest eruption, the biggest the world's mm. biggest eruption in the past <laughs> five thousand years was where? Was uh, where? I think it was actually it was it was uh, Mount Ruapehu, wasn't it? Taupo and Ruapehu, many hundreds of years ago, yeah. like 300, yeah. 400 years ago. What's been happening the last week? They've increased the the, the danger level from zero. To one, they've had seventy-seven minor eruptions around Ruapehu and around Lake Taupo. It's very. Can you give us the rest of that scale, Colin? Is it one to a hundred? Zero to one. One would be less scary if it is one to hundred. Lisa, 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 you can't listen. You can't. You can't push me for accurate facts. I think it's one to seven. I think it's one to seven. So it's it's not. Oh my god. It's, it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing to be too concerned about. But, but, anyway. So just as well, we're not going to repay. That's all I'm going to say. Sorry, George. Well, ge- to generally, the world's Carry going on. the way the world's going at the moment. Anyone who says breaking news, I'm, I'm, I'm heading for the bunker. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's that's pretty that's pretty special. We're we're, we're liking that. We're liking that. Mm. But I mean, I, I've been I've been uh, all, all that's going to change the, the road surface. I've been all around all, all around Ru- 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 Ruapehu, and and it is it is the most amazing area. There are rally stages not terribly far from there. There's rally stages there if you want them. Mm. Uh, but but yeah, it's it's a shame that we go all that way to do an eighty-eight kilometer day. I mean, yeah. honestly speaking, I mean, uh, the, these days are ending up like a British restricted club event from thirty years ago. It's uh, it's it's actually. It's actually below a standard that's that's really acceptable. Let's be honest. Rally's meant to get around the around the countryside, and uh, but we, we do we I, do know just to I, say, Cole, we do know that that that, that the team down there they had planned yeah. a much longer Saturday, um, and they've been hit by I, I can't remember exactly what whether it's accessibility of roads or it's it's hmm. the financing of the event going up to to Fangarai. I I don't know. Yeah. Um, but. You know, we're disappointed. They are ultimately, of course, they will be as well. Oh, of course, you know, they, they want are. to yeah, show their yeah. their best stages. Um, but, but but look, the the bottom line is, even if even if we get an eighty eight kilometer day, if that runs, we're going to get the most fabulous eighty eight kilometers in the world, mm. and those drivers are going to love every second of it, and they are going to edge out, and the the margins will be as usual in tenths, but there'll be micro tenths here. They'll be down to hundredths almost uh, in in terms of the, the the closeness because the competition does get incredibly close because the roads are so fabulous to drive and it's so easy to get out to the limit for these guys and and we have seen the most incredibly close finishes in New Zealand uh, not not least of all not least of all the the less than a second to win a rally and a twenty which, yeah exactly down in Hamilton with Grom Ullman and yeah and absolutely Loeb. and Loeb yeah well, which which was epic, but more recently, Cole, you referred to this with with uh, with Yerry Matty in Greece, his his glorious success in 2012, which he pointed out to you was actually in 2010. 2012, yeah, 2012 didn't go quite get, to play. David, David, when, when you get to my age, you know the years all get a little bit blurred. Uh, 2010, though, was magnificent because I think I think Yerry Matty reminded me. I thought it was three drivers that could have won. It was four drivers that started that final Fonga Coast stage. 
Solberg crashed into a telegraph pole about four k's in. Ogier, remember, um, looked like he was going to win it, and he, with about four corners to go, he had a spin and went down a bank and lost half a minute, got back up again, mm. finished the rally. Uh, and who was the other one? Who was the, the, the third driver that was in the mix? May have been Gronholm, I can't remember. Um, well, no, not then. But anyway, gonna, whoever I'm, it was. I'm going to pull the brakes back on the nostalgia because we oh. are running out of time. We haven't spoken Lat about won, though, yet. Having not won a single stage. That's all I wanted to <laughs> yes, say. Yes, he did. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna, well this is the Cali <laughs> Rovenpera effect, isn't it? We're going to talk about everyone else and then Cali Rovenpera is going to win. I, I love that. What is it you say? I know it's, it's an English football one, isn't it? About how England will play really well and then Germany will beat them on penalties. It's, it's that kind yes. of inevitability. But uh, let, let's talk about Hyundai because we, mm. we haven't. We, we glancingly mm. mentioned uh, Oliver Solberg and Thierry and Oit. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, they've got a bit of a wag in the okay. tail. Right. Absolutely. Well, I mean, Thierry's in a, in a good position, fourth on the road. Ott's not running on a on a complete. You know, he's not first, so he's he's not he's not in a terrible position. Not not the worst. Rovenpera has obviously got that, but I mean, who better than Kali Rovenpera and Ott Tanak to 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 manage that situation on the first day and maximise their chances following that? Um, although they've only got eighty eight kilometres on the second day to to, uh, to to pull back, which is is really unfair. Elfin Evans, great chance, but Thierry. Uh, on the crest of a wave, an, an unbelievable driver when it's quick. If he can come out of the gate, if he's happy with his car, and, and that's always the thing, he's got to come out of the box happy, and the car's got to be doing exactly what he wants, and then he will absolutely be such a threat on this event. Uh, and, I mean, he's well, well capable of doing it again. Uh, Ottanak will be on his heels, of course, because he'll he'll minimise the loss, and there will be a loss. Other than the the what may be the truth that 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 Jack Hawksbury or Hawks, what's his name Hawks Hawkswood Wood Colin Hawkswood sorry Jack Jack Hawkswood if if Jack's correct that'll be even less it'll be even closer but there still will be some cleaning and then we've got uh, young Oliver Solberg who who has flashes of brilliance uh, in amongst his you know methodical approach to his season. And I think uh, he's got this great position. And do not underestimate that young man. I think he could actually really do something quite special if he doesn't uh, if he doesn't do something foolish. It will be his first time in New Zealand, so there'll be a bit of discovery going on there. We've got to, we've got to put that into context. He doesn't want to throw it away. So maybe he maybe he'll be should he should be driving with a degree of caution. Although the roads will tempt him in, and there's not a lot of bite on these roads because they do give you so much extra. Uh, but he's going to have to have a little bit of caution on those first on those first few stages, so that that would take him out of the maybe the, the the very the very top positions. And there is, you know, there's it's it's a point worth making, and a, a, a point I have to apologise to Thierry Neville because of course he's been there before as well. Uh, sorry, Thierry, I forgot mm. you'd been there. Uh, but this it's not a mechanically massively challenging rally, is it, uh, George? You know, you don't pull out big rocks. Yeah. Uh, and I remember you, you, you back basically, in there. Basically, take your sump guard off, you know, just about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back. It's it's quite rare for a, for a mechanical failure on these roads. Um, I, I think for me, you know, Tanak is the one. He will be unbelievably fired up. You know, we, we know exactly what went on in, in Greece. And we know his feelings about that. Uh, we know his feelings about the team right now. Um, and he will just want to get down there and do... The most, as Ross Dunkerton would have said, the most amazing J O B, uh, and and I'm sure 
He will. That was an Australian accent, by the way, in case you were wondering. I got, I got Obviously. that, David. I got. It was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> uh, but it's it's great, and and you know the the fact that once again we are stepping not quite into the unknown, but going somewhere new. It's just so exciting, and the quality of the field is is there, particularly with some of the local guys. And the our favourite local Kiwi is, of course, Jack Hawkswood. Uh, but we, we're all of the locals are, are all of our favourites. But a super favourite is Hayden Padden. Mm. Uh, what can he do? You know, he's there. In it's one of the okay. Saturday is a bit of a disappointment in terms of the route. The other huge disappointment is that Hayden's not there in a Rally One car um, because I do believe. Yes, these cars are difficult to get into, but I certainly believe that he could have been shooting for a podium. You know that. Yeah, th- you can learn these roads. To, to say 90% of their capacity, mm. but Hayden knows them 100%. Um, and has been working on renewable technology in, in the kind of downtime as well. Yeah. So it'd be yeah. interesting to see oh. what he could have brought to the, the tinkering with the cars. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and David, as you say, you know, we, we've, got, we've got drivers and we scratch our heads and yes, Tanak's been there maybe once and Oji's been there a couple of times maybe and maybe Neville's been there once. Uh, but just about every single year for the past decade, Hayden Padden has been driving these roads. Yeah. He knows the roads, like the back of his hand, like the back of his hand. Even um, Sunday stages, maybe not the, the other stage, but he knows Jack's Ridge well. He, know, he knows Jack's um, Ridge you know, as well yeah. as anyone. So, you know, yeah, I agree with you entirely. I think it would have been a, a really ballsy gamble by Hyundai to put him in a Rally 1 car, but I think it would have been a very worthwhile gamble. And, and mm. you know, and that's not taking away from what Oliver Solberg can deliver on this event. You know, as, as George has said, it, it's very possible. That he could he could get some kind of decent result here, but yeah, I'd I'd have liked to have seen that opportunity for Padden, and I know he tried very hard, and I know at one point it looked like it might happen, um, but we'll enjoy him in that Rally Two car, and you know, okay, what what can he do? I th- I think I, I'll say he's going to finish sixth. Um, yeah, uh, is that a bit? Is that maybe a bit much? Because we won't see too much attrition from the the Rally One cars, will we? But but I think I think he will. I think he'll finish sixth or seventh, um, and he'll acquit himself exceptionally well. The other one that I'm interested in seeing is Harry Bates. Yes. Uh, because he, he's, he's a really very decent driver indeed. He's Australian a good driver. driver. Yeah. He's in so, the Skoda, Fabio Evo, yeah. He is. Mm-hmm. He is. He's obviously very, very well known uh, driving Toyotas down under. Um, you know, the Bates family have been involved with Toyota for decades. <clears throat> But no, yeah, no, no Toyota option for him in this one, so they've allowed him to well, drive the Skoda. No, there is, there is though, Carl, isn't there? Because he could, you know, we see talk about Jack Hawkeswood. He's using the the Yaris AP4 car, but I, yeah. it is a ballsy move yeah. from uh, mm-hmm. from Harry because he's he's taken everything he knows about the Toyota, put it to one side, and he's he's seen an opportunity to say, right, I can actually showcase my talents to the world now. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and he's in the same car yeah. as as Kaito Kaitanovic. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he can do. He should blow Kaitanovic I mean, out of the water, really. Absolutely. He, he should, and Kaitanovic is, is, is a quick, quick guy. But, I mean, ultimately for Harry, it's a chance to uh, compete against Hayden Padden, who, who, ha, who has a competitive marker in the WRC. Yeah. At the highest level. I think he will, he will struggle massively. He'll get blown away by Padden. I don't think he'll be anywhere near I, him. Absolutely. But, mm. but, that's a ch- but the whole point is he's rising to the challenge. He knows he that'll is. happen. He is, yeah. But he's going to go there and, and get a measure. He's going to get a stick. He's going to see where he is. Yeah, is, this, is it worth yeah. it for me to keep going? Have I got a career here? 
he's going to, he's going to pull himself up, yeah. and, and I respect that hundred percent. Yeah, no, so do I. I think I think it's a, I think it's a great move by him. There's, there's a there's another another very interesting driver, Shane Van Gisbergen. Yeah, yeah. Who is an Australian, New Zealand, sorry, race driver, races all over the 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 Australias and New Zealands, and uh, he he seems to be uh, incredibly gifted. Oh. And I think he's quite a character as well. So it'll be and, interesting to see where he where he ends up. I mean, that, if he, he he should be targeting a top three in rally two. It's really he will. interesting no, he to will. see it. He really will. He's you know he's supercars is his thing. He won Bathurst uh, last year, year before last. Yeah, really. But he won that. He won that back. battle for Hawks Ridge thing, didn't Correct. he? Correct. Did he? Correct. Yeah, you sure you watch that onboard. You watch now. Watch the onboard all the way through with him, and it was only I think his second rally, um, and it was quite incredible. He was so committed, and what he was doing. Mm. The other circuit drivers have failed to, to master. He was very much driving to his notes and committing to his notes. And he, he, he seems very, very comfortable with pace notes. And yeah, you know, like you say, George, I think, I think it's exciting to see what he can do. The, you know, the, the, sometimes we go to, to some of the long hauls and, and the rally to what we want to call the R5 class can be a, a little bit light and a little bit less interesting. But there's, there's, there's enormous amounts of interest in the rally it, two class it, in New it, Zealand. It, it is a lot of local interest, though, as in local, as in Australasian. There's, you know, that's beyond Kaito and Armin yeah. Kramer, um, yeah. there's, there's not a lot there. And that's, a, you know, that is, again, it's another topic. I think it's entirely wrong that Kaito Kaitanovic can go down there uh, and, and haul away a load of points. Um, when you look how close and how tight the, the fight was in places like Greece or Finland. I don't um, agree with you, David. I don't agree with you at all. At all. How's Sorry, how's how's he a champion then? If he's if he's faced, Mickelson how's, how's Andreas and... Mickelson a champion when he gets five, six, seven thousand kilometers a year in the car, and other drivers are only doing rallies? Oh, that's an no, entirely we're, different we're, matter. No, but where, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw I'll, the line? I'll give you one. I'll give you one, Colin, to back you up here, David. Ari Vatanen. <laughs> he doesn't need it, George. He doesn't need it. No, no, this is for you, Colin. Ari Vatanen. He, 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 he did. He did exactly the same as Kaitanovic did in 1981. That's how he was world champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, that's true. There you go. Yeah. So is Ari yeah. Vatanen? Is Ari Vatanen not a worthy champion? Because he, yeah, if, but equally, if, George, the, the regulations have changed because people saw through that, didn't they? You know, it's it's a nonsense that well, we don't have six or seven rounds where if you want to be the fastest driver in the world in a rally two car, you go and do those six or seven rounds. End of. I, I will agree with you on that, but David, there's the regulations. I, I, and he's playing it going, for what it's worth. Yep, I'm going to argue against myself and agree with you, David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I also don't it, like this. I well don't done, like George. the fact that, you know, there's disparities across the, across the board. You can look, you can always find disparities in, and how people spend their budget and how people prepare and, you know, and all the rest. And, and it's difficult Look, to say it's a fair and level playing field, whatever. And it's, it's unfair. It's unfair to have a go at Kaitanovic because he's Can playing I speak the rules. For him? Can I speak for him? He's, he's, he's not playing the rules. You know, he, everyone says that. The guy's, the guy's leveraging it. What he's doing is he's doing all the really interesting rallies that he wants to do. Yeah. He wanted to do safari. And he went out there yeah, and he true. nailed it. He wanted to go to New Zealand, the best roads in the world. And, and, he's, and he's done it. And you know what? When you configure yourself to do that, okay, freight prices are crazy at the moment, but what they're doing is they're, they're putting one 40-foot container around the world. It's not actually, it's not as expensive as people think it is to do what he's doing. Not necessarily that much more than sending a truck down to Greece to send if, a container on the same route. The problem is you're tying up a car. Yeah. He, would maybe, he, would, he would like to do all those things, but he's tied up his car. 
And, and, you know, maybe when he selected his budget, he thought, well, everyone will do this because it's an obvious thing to do. Um, So, you know, how was he not to know that was going to happen? So, you know, give the guys due. And he's done all the interesting events. I'll argue against myself then and actually say that, yeah, you're you're dead right. And that's exactly what I'd do. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. That's what I would do. I would do exactly what Kaitan's doing because what fabulous fun roads. That went around a couple of times, didn't it? We we need to we need to get we need to get Nate on the phone so he can he can put some sense into the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love the fact that you're all talking go. about sensibility, and we're talking about rallying here because it, it's all the heart that, that's driving this. And and as you very sensibly argue in the end, there, at 43 years old, Kaitan Kaitanovich is making the most of travelling the world, and I think this is a post-COVID thing as well. It's been 10 years since we last saw the Rally of New Zealand. You know, if you could. Factor it into your schedule. Of course, you're going to stick it down. Yeah, it's like turning around and saying, "No, don't fancy going to Finland." Come yeah. on. Good point, yeah, Liz. Very yeah. well made. I'm very wise. One thing I know, David, will be doing now because you've whacked up that alert um, for volcano eruptions in New Zealand yeah. to one yeah. now, Colin. Yeah. I heard David go, oh, because he was trying to work out whether he's going to be on a coach trying to get back to the UK <laughs> <laughs> after wow. the air travel. That would be a long coach ride, wouldn't it? Uh, that would be a long uh, coach ride back I to heard New that. Zealand. I heard that, and I heard your brain think, "Am I yeah. going to get stuck in New Zealand?" But yeah. uh, what that a was place that to get was stuck. well, exactly, yeah. And, and not saying that Istanbul wasn't a great place to get stuck in, um, but uh, <laughs> I don't think it was the Istanbul bit. I think it was the road trip back. It to was the it was the coach ride back, yeah, from mm. from Istanbul. That was interesting. In the meantime, I've looked up uh, Mount Rupeu, and uh, this this is a, a, a an absolute um, up to date thing from the from the um what is it the, the earth observatory folks and they're saying that it went up to quite a high alert back in march and april uh, and and then and then uh, the, the the lake on the top uh, went went up to 40 degrees in may but it's cooled to 24 in the following month and then by july the temperatures and emissions dropped enough to lower George, the volcanic George, alert level she's got to trust me but then but then why is it why is this not been updated then so i mean so the, then, then they've got they've got they've got announcements here from the twenty. Oh no, that's that's last year. Okay, no, fair enough. This is this, this is, might be a good time it, it, it to saying, call a halt it was, to this. Yeah, it was. I, it was, I, it was I'm going to jump It was off. saying the twenty first of the twenty first of uh, the first of September, but it was last year. So there right. you go. Those who are going, happy travels to New Zealand. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Please. Those of us who are staying, happy watching the fabulous pictures from New Zealand, George. Yeah. Happy lack of sleep. Happy <laughs> lack of sleep. I shall be analysing away as usual. Excellent. Love it. If you want to stay in touch with all things rallying, make sure you check out dirtfish.com because it is there. It's in depth. It's in detail. We've got ARA. We've Well, we've got everything over on dirtfish.com. So you can listen to this. And um, well, I mean, it's a bit late to say this at the end of the podcast. But next time, why not have the website up and kind of read as you listen along and you can keep in touch with the socials as well at Dirtfish Rally. If you have any questions or suggestions about what you'd like to hear on Spin the Rally Pod, we are all ears at times and would love to get some feedback on what you want to hear more of. But uh, for now, boys, thank you very much for your hard work and enjoy Rally New Zealand. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Lizo. Thanks. Have a great time, guys. Have a great Bye-bye. time. Bye, everyone. <laughs>